Welcome to Campaigns and Confetti with your hosts, Scarlett Rozier and Karen McKenzie, co-founders of Rhyme and Reason Design. We'll talk shop with some seriously awesome community champions and cover the bases on what makes a city rock. So grab a cupcake and get comfy. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Karen McKenzie here with Scarlett Rozier. Uh, today we have Chris Pike, the Economic Development Administrator at the City of South Fulton. We know Chris from his previous life as the director of the Villa Rica Convention and Visitors Bureau, where he was also the director of economic development. So welcome, Chris. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, this is uh, really exciting for me. It's my first podcast, and so uh, I look forward to, to sharing this with everybody that I know, and uh, maybe I'll be famous one day. Oh, you will definitely be famous because of this podcast. I, I see that on the horizon. Uh, you um, never know. You got to start somewhere. That's, that's true. So you mentioned you haven't been on a podcast yet, but I hear that you at one point had a radio show. I did have a uh, community talk show uh, when I was working with Clear Channel Radio in Albany, Georgia. I um, started out in radio and advertising sales and part of one of the things that they liked about me is my community involvement. And so they were required by FCC to do a certain amount of uh, air program dedicated to education and community. And so they uh, used to run the Farm Bureau report like at five in the morning. And so they were like, well, we can just replace that with a community show. And so we started um, Talk of the Town and we would bring people in and talk about community events and things and stuff that was impactful to the community. But um, and then we also got our, our congressman plugged in, uh, Sanford Bishop, who represented uh, that area. And so he came on every third Sunday. So it was a pretty, pretty cool show. So uh, while I haven't had uh, done a podcast, I've done lots of radio. Yep. Well, you're already more qualified than we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you, you all are uh, getting your feet wet, but you'll, you'll have a great podcast and millions of people will be listening every week. <laughs> millions <laughs> of people. Millions. You got to speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. Well, awesome. Can you share a little bit with our listeners just about, you know, the community that you work for now? And you can even, I guess, touch back on Villa Rica, um, some previous experiences as well. Sure. Well, um, I've been with the city of South Fulton at this point. Uh, this is the end of my sixth week, and um, it's been a really interesting and unique opportunity. Um, the city of South Fulton was actually chartered uh, in 2017, so it's a brand new city, um, and we're in the process of really organizing the city and getting it um, in really just in a very functional state. And so not many people can say that they've had an opportunity to do that. And so I think that's very, very uh, unique. And as I tell them here, uh, jokingly, but not jokingly, you know, I'm going to give you about three to five years and then I'm going to go be a consultant because once we get this thing running, <laughs> we'll be able, we'll be able to get whatever price we want to do this work. So, um, but no, it's been, it's been a great experience and uh, something that's very unique that most people don't get a chance to do. So sure. I'm excited I mean, about it. You are essentially starting then from scratch. From scratch. They they have nothing. And, and that's one of the things that I tell them. Um, 
they see what other cities around are doing. And when I say they, the community, our elected officials, they see what people in, around us are doing. And, and I have to remind them, I said, yeah, but you have to understand, you know, those cities are like almost 100 years old. So they've been doing this a little bit longer than we have. We're, we're babies at it. Um, but the beautiful thing is the blueprint is already done. We don't have to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, and so we just take the things that work for us and we cultivate them and put them into place here. And it's uh, it's been going well pretty quick, but it's it's a quick process and it's been very fast. Um, so that's a good thing. Awesome. Well, Rome wasn't built in a day, so. That's correct. That's <laughs> cool. uh, uh, with economic development, we've talked a lot uh, about tourism, but economic development is kind of new for us. So could you talk a little bit about that and how that is playing into this new community, but also you juggled a couple hats at Villa Rica and how right. those were um, handled there. Sure. Well, I, I will say that tourism is economic development. Um, as a matter of fact, tourism is the number two industry in the state of Georgia behind agriculture. So um, tourism is very, very much an important part of the economic base of the state of Georgia. And so they don't, they're not separated. They are, they're the same, which is why um, when I was in Villarica, and to some extent, as we move forward here in South Fulton, I was managing both aspects, the economic development component and the tourism component. Um, and so, the, you know, tourism, the beautiful thing about it that I like is that for a municipality, we uh, have people come into our community, they spend their money here, we generate revenue from that, and then they go back to where they live. So we don't have to do a lot of the intensive services that we have to do for our residents. So for us, our ability to be able to track people to our community is one of the best economic development tools possible because the revenue that we generate helps us keep property taxes down, but add a, but create a very and better quality of life for our residents. Awesome. So when you are kind of thinking through South Fulton and connecting with your residents versus your tourists, kind of mm -hmm. what are you looking at as far as engaging them? How, how are the marketing efforts, how are the conversations different? Well, you know, right now, because we're so new, we're really actually developing what that mm -hmm. looks like. So imaging, we, have, we haven't done any imaging um, around economic development or tourism. We haven't done any imaging or, or verbiage or anything at this point. Um, one of the main things that we're doing is we're actually putting a plan together that speaks to how do we initiate those things and how do those processes take place. Um, and so being a new city, you don't really have any framework in which to work from because um, there, there's no history there. Uh, now there's history in the sense that there was the unincorporated part of the county before the city was created. Um, but there's no history as the municipality. And so you don't really, there's no, nothing that you're trying to change. It's just what you're trying to make new. And so that, from that standpoint, uh, being able to engage the community is a little different and difficult because we don't have any messaging right now, but we're working very uh, quickly to, to rectify that. Uh, one of the things that we're working on that we hope that makes it through the October, um, it's on our, in our budget for the council to vote on is the creation of what we're calling Destination South Fulton, which will be this um, arm of economic development that will basically speak to people and say, you know, 
uh, South Fulton is your destination for business. It's your destination for culture. Uh, it's your destination for quality of life. So that will be something that we'll be working on uh, in the new fiscal year, which starts October 1. Around the corner. Um, Around the corner. When you are thinking about like this new plan and since you get to create something completely new. Are you, are you getting inspiration from any other communities or marketing or even industries outside of cities and tourism and community development? Well, of course I get all my inspiration from Villarica. I mean, I've already done it over there. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I think that um, obviously, as I always say, you know, in downtown development, which is also a component of economic development, but I spend a lot of time in downtown development. And one of the things that professionals in the downtown development world have uh, is this um, phrase called R and D, and that's rip off and duplicate. So we're always looking at <laughs> we're always looking at other communities to see the things that are working well, and then we we evaluate those things that are working well to see if we can make them work in our community. Um, and there's no cookie cutter uh, to it because you, you can't say, oh, well, it worked there, so it's going to work here because every community is different. But there are some fundamental principles that work no matter what community you're in. And then you just the other things that aren't this foundational principle stuff, you tweak to make it fit for your community. And so um Definitely, there's there's communities. Um, as I said, there's a lot of things that I, I did in Villarica that are applicable to what we're trying to do here in South Fulton. So definitely, I mean, I've already done all that work, so mm-hmm. it makes sense for me to have to redo it all. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so you look at it from that res- that um, perspective. But then also, there's other communities. One of the things that I'm hoping to be able to do is to take our elected officials to um, visit some other cities. I think that some cities that are doing some really unique things that might be a good fit for us um, is would be like Swanee, uh, Duluth, Sugar Hill. They're they're engaged in some um, community building type things, some destination type stuff that might be a good fit for us. So definitely, we look to other communities for inspiration. Awesome. Um, outside of communities, what about technology? Are there pieces of technology that are coming into play as you look ahead for South Fulton? Absolutely. We actually, um, yesterday I just sit in a workshop uh, or a video presentation for um, a program that we're going to be rolling out here in South Fulton uh, called the C-Click Fix or also known as 311. So it's a it's a call center or app or website-based program where you citizens can report issues, concerns, problems, um, but also uh, say, hey, we love what's going on in the city of South Fulton. So it's a way for us to um, engage in the community 24 hours a day. um, So we can also disseminate information to them. Uh, So if there's things going on, if there's, um, you know, street closures, potholes, uh, traffic, you, you can disseminate that through technology and it, they can get it on their phone, they can get it on their tablet, they can get it on their computer, we can email it to them. Um, and so I think that's just one of the unique ways that we're looking at um, doing better service delivery uh, to our to our citizens. Uh, and other communities have done it very effectively. And so we would definitely um, look at those successes, see what works for us again. Uh, and as, you know, R&D, 
every opportunity you can get. Um, so I don't, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel at all. So <laughs> um, there's but no need, right? There, there is no need. If someone's already doing it and it works, let's look at what they're doing and, and either improve upon it or if it's the best that there is, let's just do it. Yeah. Were there any specific events from your time at Villa Rica that you kind of plan on duplicating or anything that might have been a little bit outside of the box? Well, I always like to push the envelope. I like to scare people with ideas and thought <laughs> processes. I don't think if you're make if you're not making your uh, elected officials a little uncomfortable with your uh, you know your proposals, then it's probably not big enough. Um, <laughs> you so, want to make them nervous. <laughs> yeah, you want to make them sweat a little bit, um, and so that's very important. Um, you know, just because I think we want to go for the wow factor. We want to do things that are, um, as I say, game changing. And uh, so we we look to do things that um, will move the needle. And so, yeah, we those are definitely. Uh, uh, so back to your question about events. So there there are each community is different and unique unto itself. Uh, as I told tell people all the time when I first came to South Fulton, everybody was like, well, what is what do you see is the future South Fulton? What are your visions? And and your ideas, and, and I tell people, my vision and ideas aren't important. You don't pay me here. You, you don't pay me to be the king of South Fulton. Um, you pay me to help you decide and determine what you want your community to be, what you want, it, what amenities you want. So 20 years from now, this community is a place that you still want to live. And so my job is to help you cultivate and get buy-in around the shared vision for the community. And then my job is just to make sure everybody's in the same boat, rowing in the same direction. And so for me to say that, oh, these are the things that I want to do, whenever you've seen me uh, do something, whether it be in Villarica or sometimes that I spent in Albany, um, it was really community driven um, because that's what my job is, is to be there to cultivate those things. So uh, personally, I don't have anything. Um, but whatever the community wants to do, I just add a little spice to it to make it bigger. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of curious what what has been the thing that has scared your board or council the most? <laughs> well, um, when I was in Villarica, I wanted to build a uh, hotel, convention center, museum, which you know everybody thought was pretty far out there. Um, and they're still, they still haven't drank all the Kool-Aid yet. So we're still <laughs> trying to get them there. Um, but I think, you know, when you do things like that, it really comes with, um, time, people understanding the market and understanding what people outside of your community see about your community. And, th and that's the biggest thing is people who were born and raised in a place can ride by something every day and never even pay attention to it just because they've seen it all their life. But then you bring somebody new in and it's never seen that before. And they're kind of looking at it with a different lens. They're like, Oh man, that's great. This is so wonderful. I've never seen it. And, and then people who are from that community are like, Oh yeah, that's been there forever. We don't really even pay attention <laughs> to it. And so having developers come in to your community and really look at, um, the thing, look at your community from a different lens, I think is very helpful. And I think Villa Worker will get to that point. 
uh, it will just have to be enough people from outside saying, oh, man, you should really do this. You should really do this. And and, and that's really what it takes because you, you do get people outside their comfort zone and you start making them think about spaces differently than what they had before. Um, it can be it can be a little challenging. So that that's really the key. And doing tours with developers is always a great thing just to get them to come in and, and look at. Um, the community and be and talk to your elected official and have the developer talk to the elected official and say, hey, you know, this is great. We could come and do this and we'll actually come and pay for some of it. And then, you know, then then the, then better, the, right? yeah, then the elected official is like, oh, OK, yeah, maybe Chris wasn't as crazy as we thought. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but if you look at other areas, so like, for example, if it hadn't been somebody crazy like me, you would have never had Atlantic Station. If you didn't have somebody who was a big thinker, you wouldn't have Pont City Market. Like those things, people had to reimagine a space that everybody thought was just a dead issue. Now, most people would have torn down the Sears building. They wouldn't have right. spent all that money to and to convert that into what it is now. But that's a major attraction. People come from all over the country to see Pont City Market now. Same thing with Atlantic Station. They do case studies about the tax allocation district that created Atlantic Station. But most people just saw a hazard zone and um, just a big eyesore and, you know, let's just cover it up and not pay attention to it. But you got to have those people that push the envelope and make people think bigger than what they see. And and I enjoy doing that. So I used to live across the street from Pont City Market before it was ever... Pont City Market. It was City <laughs> Hall East yep. slash Sears building slash a vacant building that took up a whole block. Um, and to see what they've done and how that's just turned over that area is crazy. Right. And so you probably thinking the whole time you lived there, man, they should tear that thing down. That's ugly. That's horrible, <laughs> right? This is well, now I'm just wishing I still there, right? I'm right, like, man, right. why do we move? <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and now you can't even afford to buy a house in the area. So, you know, it's just Crazy. one of those things. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. But that's, yep. that that's what I do. And so, you know, regardless if it's, you know, redeveloping something, building something new, thinking about a, a destination, an attraction, uh, or, you know, tourism product development, it's all for the same purpose, which is basically to uplift the quality of life in the area. Sure. Um, so with New South Fulton, what's the hidden gem there that you want to revolutionize? Well, the biggest thing here that um, we want to do uh, is the unique thing about uh, the city of South Fulton is the fact that it uh, has not been a city. It's really was a bedroom community for Atlanta. And so there is no town center. There is no historic downtown. It's basically just a uh, grouping of different neighborhoods. There's parks and things here, but there really is no town center. So our number one priority is to build a town center. And the beautiful thing about that is you get to reimagine something or create something that really no one else has done. Because as I mentioned earlier, most cities are hundreds of years old or some of them are approaching 200 like Villarica. And you know, and as was found in 1826, so they're they're approaching 200 years old. So they had very uh, succinct and very distinctive downtowns, or old blocks, old buildings, which really is the backbone of community 
you know, I'd take an old building over a new building any day. Um, but we just don't have that luxury here. So we have to create something, which in itself is exciting because you can do something so far fetched um, because you're not, you know, be, you're not beholding to some type of framework or grid. So my thing is, I told him I want to build a city hall with zip lines and, and overlooking the lake. <laughs> so uh, everybody yeah, looks both at ponds are getting steady. <laughs> yeah. So everybody looks at me crazy when I say that, but the reality is. You don't have to build a downtown like you've seen in other communities. We can build something totally unique and different that everybody else is going to want to emulate. So we would be the R&D in that case. So <laughs> so that that's what I'm looking So that's the big the big ticket item. The number one thing that the elected officials talk to me about is uh, you need to find us a place to put a downtown. That's good. That's not a bad thing to be looking at. And have you found developers to bring in to talk about the zip line? I feel like that's <laughs> that's a very vital piece of it. I told I'm selling I'm selling all the staff on it as a way to say, listen, if you're running late for work, we can run the zip line from the parking deck to your office. And that way you just zip line right into your office. So you won't be late. Um, no, uh, you know, we have developers that have approached us. Um, it, just with anything in this business, you know, you kind of have to sit down, talk to people, see where they are financially, you know, see what their plan is, try to understand what they want for their return on investment. Um, you know, what, how much they want the city to put in. And those are all just kind of the processes that we go through when we kind of, as I say, shake down a developer to kind of see if they have the capacity to actually do what they say that they're going to do. And that's a process. And I think um, as we move forward and we, we have to develop our economic development toolbox, which we're, we're, we don't have yet because we're not a – uh, seasoned and developed city, we're actually we're moving towards that very quickly. Uh, again, you know, looking at what other communities have done, the blueprints already there. So, um, over the next three or four months, I'll be introducing uh, some things that will help move the needle on getting our toolbox in place. And then once we have the toolbox in place, we'll actually be ready to engage in the process of economic development. Uh, and that's when we'll be. Look, sending out an RFP to developers saying, hey, we want to develop a city hall. Uh, bring us your best proposal. And it has to be a zip line included in your proposal. <laughs> um, so. so you've talked a lot about, you know, you're, you're starting from the ground up um, and that at some point you will, you know, you'll be a consultant and you can do this for other communities. But what would be your legacy? What do you want your legacy to be uh, when when it's all said and done for South Fulton? Um, well, I, what, the thing that you always want to hear when you leave a place is that the next person who comes behind you has some big shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, and that means that you've helped that community be the best that it can be. Um, I heard that a lot when I left Villarica, which is very rewarding for me. It's not about money. I tell people all the time that I would do this for free if I could figure out how to eat. Um, you know, Every day is Friday for me. So I'm just as excited to come to work on Monday as I am Friday. Um, so for me, the legacy is, you know, Chris came in here, he gave us 110 percent. Uh, he left a lasting mark on the community and we're better off because he was here. And, and if I think 
people can say that about you and be honest about that, that that would be my legacy. I want to leave a place better than I found it. That's a, that's a good legacy. That's what I think we all hope for. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I could ask my, yeah. we can ask our team if we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, or a bird of way to put it if he died would anybody care see that oh, <laughs> yeah, and then know. here comes the gallows humor <laughs> right. <laughs> right right so um but yeah i, I really I, I really enjoy what i do it, it, as i tell people i'm doing what i was put on the earth to do and so once you find that um it, it's really a rewarding uh thing so um yeah. As much as I can do that, as much as I can help people think big and think outside the box and really push push the envelope, it really is like um, being a painter or being, you know, in any other form of art, a musician, you get to create uh, just in the realm of economic development. So. So it's yeah, really cool. You get to paint on a very big scale. That's correct. That's correct. Well, you if you think about again, talking about Pot City Market and. and I absolutely love Pont City Market. I think that's just that's the way you do it. Um, but you had to have somebody that was very creative to be able to reimagine what that building was supposed to look like, and that in itself is a form of art. Mm-hmm. Yep. We know a lot about art over here, but we also know a lot about cupcakes. So <laughs> <laughs> this is random this is segue. super random question um, and segue. Right. Sorry, but since you no, are no. creating something new. If you were, if your community was going to be a cupcake and you were going to bake a new one, flavor for South Fulton, what would it be? Oh, it has to be a new flavor. We can't go in an old standard. Yeah, you can go. It's just you know what cupcake flavor would South Fulton be? Uh, so we, it can be new. It can be old. We, it can we, be, we would be a red velvet <laughs> cupcake. Just because they're the best. <laughs> oh, they, they are absolutely the best. Red velvet cupcake. You can't go wrong with that. And it's a Southern staple. It so. is a Southern staple. I love red velvet cake. I have to tell you a very funny story <laughs> about red velvet cake. So my aunt, my aunt would always make me a red velvet cake for um, my birthday. And one year, she and she makes them from scratch. They're very moist. They kind of melt in your mouth, kind of like silk over your tongue. I mean, it's just phenomenal. <laughs> so I look forward to this red velvet cake every year. And um, one year, she was just really, really busy. And I didn't know this, but she went and bought a box <gasps> red velvet cake what? and made the box cake. Oh, no. <laughs> and she gave it to me. She's like, oh, happy birthday. And then she's like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm cutting the cake. And, uh, and I oh, no. put some on the fork and I take a bite. And I, and I started chewing. And I was like, I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's a <laughs> I was like, no. I said, I've been eating this red velvet cake way too much to, to know the difference. And so she's like, well, I was just so busy. I went and bought a box cake out of, you know, and made it out of a box. I was like, this is unacceptable. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Try to fool me like I don't know what the red velvet cake's supposed to taste like. Yeah, so she thought you wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know what she thought. I was just like, this is horrible. I was like, I don't want this. No, <laughs> no. You can take it back. Yeah, you can take it back. No, but she made she made up for it later. But yeah, that was funny. But yeah, red velvet cake is very important. So, <laughs> so. it's a good one. It's a good one. I'm I'm a 
Did she make? Did she never make another box cake again after that? She ne- she never did. She couldn't live that one down. She never lived that one down. So no, she's done. She's done well ever since. <laughs> so, <laughs> Phew. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about your new city? Right. So you can definitely look us up on uh, City of South Fulton ga.gov and you can also follow us on social media so it's uh c o s f on all the linkedin facebook um twitter all the stratosphere um and so those are ways you can find us more information about the city of south fulton you can definitely uh make sure that you call if you need some economic development stuff you can call me directly <laughs> uh 470-809-7211 i'd be happy to you know this is going out to millions of listeners well that is my city phone so <laughs> it's public information so millions you millions of listeners out there i have plenty of dirt to show you in the city of south now, the city of you know we're it. we're eighty five square miles, um, which is humongous. That um, is, uh, yeah. Most cities are you know right around fourteen to twenty five square miles. So so we are definitely have a lot of landmass. So that and I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of dirt. Um, <laughs> I, there are parts there. There are actually farms with cows and horses and chickens and pigs in the city of South Fulton, just 15 minutes from downtown Atlanta. So you can actually live on a full-fledged operating farm I mean, and, and go to the Falcons game <laughs> all, the, all within 15, 20 minutes of themselves. <laughs> now you're speaking Scarlet's language because she rides horses. <laughs> we have plenty of horses in South Fulton. Come on. I was going to say I could <laughs> ride ponies and get to work within 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, or you can ride your pony to work. <laughs> that would be different. <laughs> you know, we are dog friendly here, but I feel like a pony might push the envelope. Well, you know, you always got to be pushing the envelope, remember? That's true. Make them nervous. I like that. I feel like that's the takeaway from that's, today. <laughs> so when you are working with your clients from now on, you can make them nervous. Be like, listen, I know this is a little bit out your comfort zone, but we want to just push mm-hmm. the envelope a little bit. <laughs> Make you nervous. Yep, yep. So <laughs> make you nervous and think outside the box. I think that's there you go. good, important. And don't make box mix and, cupcake. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And R and D. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure and we are excited to see what South Fulton has in store. We'll, we'll keep an eye out. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to uh seeing what you all have coming up in the future and uh and hopefully our paths will cross again Most i love it yeah wonderful well th- thank you so much well thank y'all for having me i enjoyed it it was a great 30 minutes <laughs> and uh I-, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about uh, something that i'm very passionate about awesome yeah. thank you all right thank y'all Thanks so much for joining the Campaigns and Confetti podcast, a production of Rhyme and Reason Design. 